Hello and welcome to a new episode of Estafit Podcast. Actually, this is a special episode because I'm not going to be teaching anything in Standard Arabic or Tunisian Arabic. However, I will be talking about um, some common questions I get uh, from uh, beginners and uh, from those who are thinking about starting to learn Arabic. Think of this episode as your reference, your roadmap, your guide uh, in uh, learning Arabic. Alright, so let's start and uh, the very first question I get is from where should I start? Well, this is especially to uh, to those who uh, are not learning with, uh, with a tutor or, uh, or a teacher. So before I answer this question, there is something very important to, to mention about Arabic. Arabic, or at least like when someone says I want to learn Arabic, well, that's actually a really broad, general word. By that I mean um, there isn't one language like Arabic, you know. There is standard Arabic or modern standard Arabic as known as MSA or Fusha and there are dialects. Now, what's the difference? The difference is that MSA or modern standard Arabic, it's more a written language. By that I mean you uh, like you find it written for example like if you buy a magazine newspaper book for example uh, when you read um, you know online articles etc well you will find them all written in standard arabic and i said also written because it's not spoken by that i mean um, you wouldn't find two arabs on the street speaking standard Arabic and uh, the good news about standard Arabic is that all Arabs understand it to a certain extent by that I mean uh, like because all Arabs uh, learn and study uh, standard Arabic uh, at schools so they should be able to understand um, different concepts of, uh, of the language and the other good news is that um, like political shows for example religious shows uh, like the programs whose audience are all arabs are like they broadcast their shows in standard arabic and um, so basically if you choose to learn msa you'll be able to communicate with any arab you encounter however there is one thing you should know about is that like Arabs when they talk to you well they should be able to understand what you're saying however don't expect answers like don't expect them to answer you in perfect clear no mistakes like you know Arabic uh, because again it's not like technically it's not a native language you know uh, and uh, if they don't, like Arabs, they don't practice it, of course they will forget at least uh, like uh, a part of it. Now moving on to the dialects. Alright, uh, when it comes to dialects, um, dialects are more about spoken 
Arabic. And I did say dialects like plural because each region or country has their own dialect. But this uh, actually doesn't mean that dialects are different. I mean, yes and no, because uh, for example, um, let's say um, we have, for example, Levantine Arabic. All right, so this is where, you know, Jordan, uh, Palestine, uh, uh, Lebanon, Syria, uh, so they speak uh, Levantine uh, Arabic. And uh, for example, we have Gulf Arabic. This is where Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Al Bahrain, uh, Kuwait, uh, you know, these uh, kind of countries. Uh, and then, uh, for example, Egyptian Arabic, uh, there is, you know, Tunisian Arabic. This is where I come from. Uh, Algerian Arabic, Moroccan Arabic, you know, etc. There are others, of course. Um, for example, I'm from Tunisia, and uh, well, I speak uh, Tunisian dialect, of course, <coughs> or uh, Tunisian Arabic, and I can communicate and easily understand Libyan dialect and Algerian dialect. Of course, there are some differences, like you know, some words, some expressions, some, you know, some grammar sometimes, but that shouldn't be an obstacle. However, if I talk to someone from, let's say, Iraq, well, in my experience, I wasn't able to understand at least like the general idea, you know, like what they're saying, because uh, in Iraqi dialect, they have different um, pronunciation, you know, of some letters, uh, like different grammar, different uh, words, for example, in a way that uh, I should actually learn their dialect, like the, I learn their vocabulary, their grammar in order to uh, communicate. All right. Now, the good news is I was able to use my standard Arabic knowledge when communicating with them because, well, they don't understand my Tunisian Arabic. I don't understand their Iraqi uh, Arabic. Uh, however, we found like, a solution which is standard Arabic. And uh, that was, you know, really uh, helpful, uh, really effective. So my point is, before you decide to learn Arabic, you should know which Arabic, like standard Arabic or a certain dialect. How do you, or how can you decide? Um, you should set a goal, you know, like why did you decide to learn Arabic? If it's to uh, communicate with all Arabs, for example, or you would like to um, like pursue, for example, higher education, for example, in you know, like uh, political science, for example, economy, history, you know, linguistics, etc. Um, modern standard Arabic should be fine. Like, it's really uh, a good path to, uh, to start. If you are learning Arabic for, for example, certain friends, certain, you know, like partner, for example, to get in touch with your, you know, uh, like, like distant relatives, etc. Um, well, in this case, it's better to learn their dialect, like their um, local dialect. 
and uh, well, this is the important thing to uh, to know about because, um, like in my opinion, learning standard Arabic is helpful if you are thinking about academic knowledge. Dialects are more helpful when it comes to uh, communication, like talking to uh, two people. All right, now after identifying your goal, uh, it's whether to choose standard Arabic or a certain dialect, now let's talk about what should you do in order to improve your Arabic or like better learn Arabic. Uh, like uh, this is also a question I get a lot, like beside classes, what can I do? All right, um, number one, which is actually very important, is that you have to identify what kind of learner are you? Like what's your best activity? to learn a certain language? Like, do you learn by, for example, um, writing, listening, speaking, uh, which one? Like, I know all these skills are important. However, I have noticed that each one, like each learner has their own way to learn a certain language. For example, me, I like to write. For example, like whatever vocabulary I learn, whatever grammar points I learn, um, like in my target language, I try to write about anything. You know, this is how I feel uh, effective or I feel uh, productive uh, the most. All right, uh, number one, surround yourself with Arabic. What do I mean by that? For example, in your room or house or office put for example stickers like for example uh, on your bed you write for example the word serir which is uh, the Arabic word for bed uh, and you always will be always seeing these words uh, like daily you know passively speaking you will be learning without knowing you know like in a week or even in a month you'll be able to recognize uh, these uh, these words because you actively like you know you see them daily you know that's uh, that's number one number two don't be afraid of talking like uh, a lot of people tell me that uh, like hey, I'm, I'm scared to speak because, you know, I make mistakes, you know, people would, la would laugh at me, for example. Like, don't be afraid, really, because you will make mistakes. Like, there's no one who, who learned a certain language and started to talk or to write, etc., without making mistakes. That's impossible. It's actually, you know, this is how you can improve, you know, by, ma by uh, making mistakes. So, don't be afraid of talking talk, make mistakes, it's actually effective to identify your weak points, whether it's about pronunciation, about certain grammar point, uh, like this uh, can help you work on, uh, work on that point better. And number three, create milestones. By that, like, I mean, like, celebrate your achievements. 
you know, because this is how you can you can encourage yourself to move forward. You know, if you don't celebrate, if you just say uh, like, okay, okay, I learned this word, so what? Uh, like you won't be feeling motivated, encouraged, you know, to uh, to move forward. So, like you can do anything you like, you know. You can buy yourself, for example, uh, like chocolate, pizza. You can like uh, watch a certain movie, for example. You can do or play a game. You can do whatever you want to celebrate that achievement because it is a big achievement. Like learning a new language, it's not an easy task, and you should feel proud. Of yourself and now moving on to the next question I get a lot um, like how long do I need to learn Arabic well in my opinion you shouldn't be asking this question because there isn't a certain amount of time that um, like it do, like identified amount of time like for everyone you know once you reach that amount of time that's it like you you are fluent in uh, in Arabic because there are many variables here we talk about uh, like how much time do you dedicate per, per day per week um, like what's your native language that's also important because learning Arabic for let's say uh, an English speaker it's not like learning Arabic for let's say an Urdu speaker you know or uh, like like because Urdu it's closer uh, than English to, uh, to Arabic therefore it's easier so again I didn't say easy I said easier for them to learn Arabic um, and also for example like how much time um, like do you practice uh, like you know all of that uh, all of those uh, all of these points sorry uh, are important to uh, to identify because like it's not like learning Arabic for example uh, eight hours a day like learning Arabic two hours a week so that's different that's one and two I really don't recommend you think about that like when will I be fluent no enjoy the journey because Learning a language is a continuous journey that will never end, you know, like uh, you will be able to like meet new people, uh, like watch new movies, uh, read new books, for example, etc. And you will feel that you are not learning Arabic as much as like you are living Arabic, you know, like you are going to incorporate you are going to integrate Arabic into your life, you see? And that's how you will start feeling that, uh, like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't think about when will I be fluent. Like, it's actually you know, it's as if it's uh, the end, you know, that's it. Once I, uh, I become fluent, you know, I would never uh, go back to Arabic. As much as, you know, it's uh, how can I live better with Arabic you know and well by that I mean like how can I enjoy Arabic that's uh, a better sentence uh, to say Arabic is hard Arabic is difficult I'm sure a lot of you have heard that sentence or even believe in uh, in that uh, in that you know in that sentence 
Well, the reason why Arabic seems hard, that's because it's different. You know, just like for me, for example, when I first learned English, well, English is hard. Like there is, like for example, spelling, uh, you know, different grammar. Like, you know, uh, like I remember when I uh, first learned yes or no questions, uh, like how to make uh, yes or no question. Like for example, do you study? You know, uh, do you study Arabic? For example, like I, it took me a long time to understand, or not even to understand, like to uh, to use the, that grammar point like correctly. Like, why do we say do you? What does that do do there? You know, like why we cannot say, for example, uh, study you Arabic? You know, well, for me, it made like it was uh, illogical. It makes no sense. But with practice, I was able to use it correctly. So um, that's what you should believe. Also, like Arabic is different, and you should take as much time as you need to understand new concepts because. Um, these concepts, uh, like grammar concepts especially, cannot make sense to you. Like, it's not easy to understand the logic behind, uh, be behind them, you know? So you don't have to understand why we say this and that. For now, especially for beginners, try to use them correctly. This is uh, the important thing. And then, with practice, you will start feeling that you are using it correctly without noticing, you know? Just like me, for example, again, with uh, whenever I ask yes or no question, well, I always use do, you know, or does, or, or did, for example. Can I learn modern standard Arabic and dialect at the same time? Well, technically you can. There's no problem uh, with that. However, if you are going to start both of them at the same time, I really don't recommend that because it will be confusing. Um, like standard Arabic and uh, dialects have certain ways to, uh, like different actually, uh, uh, ways of pronunciation, for example, you know, grammar, vocabulary, like sometimes they are so different, sometimes not. Um, in a way that, for example, if uh, you mistakenly use, you know, like a grammar point from a certain dialect when speaking uh, MSA or vice versa, because you wouldn't be able to recognize which grammar point belong to you know to which one like msa or or a dialect um and uh, so you don't feel confused i suggest you choose one standard arabic or a dialect then you know after you feel like uh, better you uh, you make a good progress uh with that language you move on to the other one and if your goal is to uh, like you have an academic goal for example like uh, i spoke uh, in the beginning of this podcast it's better to start with uh, with MSA because MSA will help you understand the logic 
of Arabic, which uh, which will help you also understand um, better, like uh, or even learn faster. Uh, you know, certain like the dialect you choose to learn later. All right, now moving on to my recommended strategy to learn Arabic. Number one, I believe you should focus on pronunciation. As a beginner, it's crucial and essential to pronounce words clearly. Because this is the very first thing you should, uh, like you do, you know, to make people understand what comes out of your mouth. Uh, like besides uh, or before grammar before vocabulary you know like like more words etc pronouncing words correctly you know is important like for example all right let's take the example of kalb and qalb for example so kalb in arabic means dog and it's pronounced with a k kalb and qalb it's profound, like profound qa, um, it means heart. You see, so as a beginner, you say, uh, I don't know, like, like, qalbi, qalbi fil hadiqa, for example, which translated literally, like my heart is in the garden, when you wanted to say my dog is in the garden. Uh, like okay, luckily here in this particular example, the con- the the context is uh, like doesn't make sense, you know. However, think about other words, you know, you're learning. If you don't pronounce certain words correctly, well, people wouldn't understand you like 100%. Sometimes they will uh, feel lost, like about what you're saying, or even get you know. Uh, wrong idea about uh, what you're saying. Um, so this particular point is the very first thing I believe you should start with. Now the question is how can I improve my pronunciation? Of course with practice. This is number one. And number two, don't be afraid of speaking because this is how you can identify your weak points. You know, when you talk to, uh, to someone uh, and you notice that that person didn't understand your sentence your uh, like maybe certain word etc this is how you say okay like i've noticed that you know this person didn't, didn't understand this word so i should work on it more i should uh, like practice it more you know and uh, with practice of course you can progress number two as a beginner don't learn too much grammar. I mean, I understand grammar is important, is essential, yes, but too much grammar might make you feel overwhelmed and will probably discourage you to, you know, to continue learning Arabic and, well, of course, this is not what we want, you know. So basically, uh, learn some basic grammar, like how to build simple sentences, like for example, you learn how to conjugate regular verbs in the past, present. You learn about how to use adjectives correctly. Um, you learn about how to uh, like certain prepositions. And that's it. So once you started with these, 
like these uh, grammar points, you start building your simple sentences, you know? And from there, once you feel like you mastered uh, these grammar points, you feel that people understand what you are saying and you are able to move forward, you can learn additional grammar points. Take notes or record whatever you hear. And this particular step, you know, I always do, you know, when I watch a movie, when I talk to people, when I uh, read a book, for example, etc. I mean, don't record or don't take note of every single thing you don't understand. That would be, you know, too much, especially for beginners. But my recommendation is to take note or, you know, record things that are repetitive, like you notice that people say it a lot or write it a lot and like you, you think that, okay, this is important, this is um, like something that is common, people use it, um, you know, etc. And I should learn it. Additionally, don't be afraid of asking questions, like what does this word or this expression mean? How can I say this and that in, uh, in Arabic? How to, uh, like, what's the difference between this word and that word, etc. This uh, this is actually important because, um, like, the thing is, um, when it comes to learning a new language, not, it's not that everything makes sense, you know? Because, uh, like, some things are pure, culture, for example, like especially, uh, like for example, expressions, you know, uh, it's not something that you can easily learn as much as you should ask and uh, notice when people and how people uh, use it in uh, when speaking. My final piece of advice uh, for this episode is this. Remember, perfection is hard to achieve especially for beginners. So don't focus on that. If you have noticed, kids, when they start talking, they don't speak perfectly, right? They make tons of mistakes. And yet, they talk, they keep learning, until they reach advanced level. And this is what you should do, also with Arabic. Learn, like, continuously, practice, this is important, and don't focus on perfection or on, like, you know, certain, like, for example, deadlines, like, when will I be fluent in Arabic? My recommendation, my final recommendation is to enjoy the journey of learning Arabic. Thank you so much for listening, and if you have uh, other questions or inquiries or maybe you need some advice, suggestions about learning Arabic, feel free to contact me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at uh, astafid, A-S-T-A-F-E-E-D, astafid, or you can send me an email at astafidonline at gmail.com. I wish you a good day uh, or a good night, wherever you are, and I'll see you in the next episode.